Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 18 of the Prawn Sandwich Podcast. Um, I'll be your host today, Jamie Jackson, and with us as usual is Nathan Cupid. Hello. And Dylan McKenzie. Hello. Uh, the reason I'm hosting today, if you were listening last week, you'll know we were doing a player profile. Um, and it was my choice to pick a player this week, so I've chosen Carlos Tevez. Uh, quite a fascinating career. Um, it was really popular at his time here in England before it all went a bit west, so... I figured it'd be an interesting story to tell. No, absolutely. I knew a bit about him, but then when I actually delved into it, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my eyes were like open wide. I was like, what a corrupt it, man he is. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what, he's had some life, though. Some but to be fair, he's not really corrupt. It's just. He's been involved in with some dodgy people. That people associated with. When you know a bit more about his background, it could have been a lot worse. Um, basically. Born on the 5th of February 1984, um, in there, I can't really pronounce the area where he was from in Buenos Aires, but... Uh, Quadiella. There we go, cheers Dylan. <laughs> um, grew up in a really, really rough uh, neighbourhood that was uh, known as Fuerte Apache, which is where he gets his nickname El Apache from. Um, it basically was a slum. Um, like not too dissimilar to like the the rundown areas of like Rio de Janeiro and places like that. Um, so yeah, born into poverty. Um, <clears throat> adopted by his auntie and uncle in in his young life because his parents didn't really want anything to do with him. And uh, also, everyone will probably know the scars on his uh, neck and his chest came from an accident when he was little. He had um, boil them, well, he was left alone, unattended in a kitchen, boiled them water in the kettle, pulled it on himself. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. that. I didn't mean that. Yeah. I learned that, but I told yeah. him that he can. Jesus. Third degree burns. He was in uh, intensive care for two months. Could have died. That was six year old. So, yeah, his birth name, Carlos Alberto Martinez. And then uh, when he was adopted, he took the surname of his uncle. Uh, which was Tevez. Uh, his uncle used to be the one that had taken to football so he could play. He had uh, he had a, a best friend when he was younger called uh, Dario Coronel. Um, basically, the pair of them both played in the same youth teams together all the way through. Um, both of them turned down all boys because they both wanted to sign for Boca. He's uh, so loyal to Boca, eh? Yeah. <coughs> and then uh, that Dario... Uh, the, Coronel, he uh, chose to sign for Vélez Sarsfield in the end, and Carlos Tevez wouldn't. So after being inseparable their entire like childhood, one of them went to play for a different club, where Tevez had his head screwed on and knew like to get somewhere in football and uh, not waste the talent that had been given was to stay away from all the crime and gang wars and stuff that were going on in his. Uh, in Forte Apache, whereas his best friend actually got sucked into it all. Apparently, he was just as talented as Tevez as well. Um, Easy out the way. There must be so many of them. Yeah, oh yeah, <coughs> yeah. Um, Adriano's gone the other way. 
Don't know. He's, <laughs> he's gone backwards. Oh, he's gone backwards. But um, I age seventeen, uh, that lad had got himself to a bit of bother. Ended up taking his own life. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was surrounded by police, and rather than go to jail, shot himself. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, although, like Tevez, when asked about it, said although, like he thinks about him all the time, um, he doesn't say that it was bad luck. He just says that he didn't make the right choices. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair enough. Least yeah. Right. So after. Quite like that, being honest, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hate it when everyone, someone like sounds Irish, but when someone dies and it's all the paper, oh, they were a lovely kid. No, they were a top yeah. cock. I, I love stories of like. When you hear about footballers or any kind of sports people, you hear a lot of with boxers as well that have like grew up in poverty and horrible oh, yeah. like living situations, and then gone off to have the careers that they have. Yeah. When like when I was reading up about him and found out this stuff, I don't begrudge him any of his decisions that he made at all. Nah, absolutely not. In his career. Nah. And uh, yeah, so eventually persevering and getting his move to Boca Juniors. Coming through the youth system, making his debut at 16 years old in the 2001-2002 season, playing 11 times and scoring one goal. Um, that's a that's a big club to be starting off at 16 year old. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> over there. It is, and that that was that was going through the era of everybody. Um, Brandon, anybody new that was short and stocky, the new Maradona. Yeah. yeah. So he was another one labelled yeah. like the heir to Maradona's throne after the likes of Ariel Ortega and uh, Saviola, the like. Player. And, uh, I remember at the time, like, never really hearing much about Carlos Tevez at all, but Javier Saviola. He was a real knew, knew everything, like, even when he was at River Plate, um, Saviola, you always heard about him, you never really heard about Tevez. I know he was a couple of years younger than him. <clears throat> But yeah, so that first season, 11 games and one goal. And it was his second season, really, where he uh, got his breakthrough properly into the first team. And then he's still looking at that 18-year-old and making 32 appearances in the league, scoring 11 goals. If you go on YouTube, you can like you can still watch old clips of his goals and see how good he was when he was young. Like, that old, it's bad quality, but you can still see. That old Pepsi yeah. kit. You look at that 5-for-8. Yeah, 5-for-8. <laughs> but, like rapid and strong yeah. and so skillful really good like like was it centre of gravity skin and players on piece but uh, is that it was a good season that first full season that he was in the in the first team they won the Primera Division the Copa Libertadores and the Intercontinental Cup in that 2003 he only won, a, won one of a competition whilst at Boca but he was only there for two more well one and a half more seasons but, um, hey, sorry to go back on it. See Saviola? Yeah. Yeah, I him in a minute there. He only retired in 2016. Did he? That's a lot. I played for... Did he go back on River Plate? Yeah. 13 games for River Plate. <coughs> I always preferred uh, Boca to River. I always prefer... I, I, I like the I, kit. I, I like the kit better. Better to have played for them. Yeah. I played for River or not. Yeah, but... Boca. Yeah, he plays Boca. But then, so his, uh, his third season at Boca, the one the Copa Sudamericana. That was a, a little <laughs> accent on it there. Nice little there. Latin thing <laughs> there. And he scored uh, 12 goals in 23 games. Obviously starting to get a bit more recognition 
worldwide earned his first call up to Argentina in that time as well. The season after, he started getting represented by Kia Durakim <laughs> and the MSI group. This is so dodgy. Yeah. Are we going off on that now? Yeah, no, we're going to, we'll move right. on. To, so. I knew there was like stuff going on with the Sheffield United thing when it came to the United, but I... I said to Jay, but I was only like 11, 12 at the time. So no, which right. when you read back on it, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, it's mental. But there's like <coughs> transfer regulations in South America are so lax because <laughs> it's such a dodgy place <laughs> compared to what Europe like. So basically, to like to sum it up, Kia Jarabkin um, was like a super agent, yeah. and his firm, Media Sports Investment (MSI). They basically owned 35% of his rights, mm-hmm. and another company owned by Just Sport Limited owned 65% of his rights. So they were actually owned by two separate sports agent companies, basically. But they arranged the transfer of Carlos Tevez to Brazilian club Corinthians, as well as Javier Mascarano's transfer to the same club at the same time. <laughs> paying uh, Boca Juniors $16 million cash <laughs> paying them cash that is so soft and youth work, players yeah. worth $2 million as well Tevez and Kia Drabkin also received 15% and 10% of their transfer fee respectively as well yeah. so in cash and all it's just so dodgy like realistically for Tevez you'd see it's, it's good business for him because whatever the transfer fee you Gets paid for him, he gets. Oh yeah, like, yeah. For him, it's genius. And, it, and back then as well, when he his first transfer, he was what, twenty? Give that. Uh, 21. twenty. Twenty one. Twenty one. Genius. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's up there with um like Italian clubs on and. It is proper dodgy. <clears throat> here. So basically, like the way I look at it is the. Corinthians gave Boca the money because obviously this company that owns Tevez now own Tevez. They they've signed Tevez to a contract without having yes. to pay a fee. Right. Corinthians have paid Boca the fee, and these are basically loaning Tevez to <laughs> Corinthians. Wow! Right. So now they any sales that come it's. Dodgy as fuck, like it's, uh, it's not like a transfer. Oh, I mean, is it? No, nah. because like, isn't that what happened with the Man United thing? Yeah, Man United uh, had to buy him out of, of that. Didn't he signed on loan, so, so, it's, yeah. Yeah. so it's like it's reported like twenty five million, but that twenty five million goes to MSI, doesn't go to uh, the club. Yeah, and it's like they have. And like, I bet that's laundered through several different sources before it reaches like MSI. Absolutely. But um, <laughs> it was a it was a massive success at Corinthians though. 2005 season because obviously Brazil seasons run yeah. from like February to September October mm. um, it's got 20 uh, 20 league goals in 29 games uh, 31 goals in 52 games overall in the season was the first play, first non-Brazilian since 1976 to win the Brazilian Player of the Year award um, absolutely tore it up won with them <clears throat> The uh, I'm not even going to pronounce Campeonato Brasileiro. Dale, you're on fire with these. <laughs> uh, in, in, in his one solemn full season there, he started the 2006 season there, scoring five goals in nine games, 15 in 24. 
um, before the World Cup in 2006. And then on the back of 2006, he got his move to West Ham United. Again, dodgy is out. <laughs> I remember. Can you? You were just an 11 year old, weren't you, Dill? Yeah, I wasn't too. I can remember the signing of. The I knew they signed this kid from. It was clearly their best player. Because yeah. West Ham just got taken over by that Icelandic fellow. Ah, they did. I get. I get. Magnusson. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but he was and a dodgy. He was dodgy. Well. Well. I think there was well. a few dodgy takeovers that summer because I'm sure that's when Sachin in Tinawatra, whatever you call it. Ah, Sachin Tinawatra. Erickson. Texan Shinawatra. Aye, and then a year later, they came out and he had no money. Yeah, aye. Hmm? It was the Birmingham one. Birmingham did it out, didn't they? Oh, the Chilean well, one. That was a couple of years later, wasn't oh, it? Aye. Remember when Harry Redknapp was at Birmingham? Oh, that was well later. Aye, when they'd been relegated, then it. Aye, that was well later. The Chilean fella. <laughs> I remember being blown away. Actually, you know something? I was, I was actually hung over to fuck that day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was sat in, I was sat in my mates, and uh, we were contemplating getting back on it, and uh, I was like, nah, I'm too minging, and then I seen that transfer pop up, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I was like, am I still pissed? <laughs> Must stand like, uh, they've only been back in the Premier League a year at the time, Yeah. and they've signed Carlos Tevez and Javier Mascherano, there with a really sheepish Alan Pardew. And, uh, yeah, I, and revealing the photo. Quite clearly knows what's going on, but trying to hide it. Hadn't been told. Yeah. Well, he's a dodgy man himself as well, uh, Pardew. I don't think anybody really <clears throat> knew apart. I'm not. I don't even think West Ham were sure what was going what on. What was going on? Because you you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that transfer in such a high profile league if you, you knew something. Like, was you, 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 you know what I mean? Like, they've been offered to loads of different clubs yeah. but other clubs have been a bit more savvy and been like nah like this isn't right because basically <laughs> they're just plucking Tevez and Mascarano from Corinthians because Corinthians don't have the rights to the player yeah exactly yeah. and basically looking for another club to loan them out to that's dodgy like, and then taking a, a fee for it because Tevez for refused it. to play for Corinthians before he got his move to Europe yeah On the when he got back from the World Cup he was refusing to play for them Saved them, didn't it? West Ham? Yeah, well. Quite, <laughs> <laughs> it's a they went down, they, 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 they they went down on it. No, definitely. Made his debut against Palermo in the Europa oh, League. The Europa League. Yeah. Oh, I forgot they were in Europe that season. Yeah. Yeah. It was really. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 they, 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 they got to the FA Cup final the year before. It was on Channel 5, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I. Hayden Mullins. Well, Mascherano barely got played because of Hayden Mullins. Keeping him out the side. And you know something? Tevez didn't. Under Pardew, Tevez didn't play loads. Didn't play loads at all. It wasn't until Pardew got sacked. Um, Kerbishley? Yeah, and Kerbishley came in. Right. And Pardew went to Charlton. Charlton. Oh, yeah. I remember that. that was, he was like Charlton's fourth manager that season and all. They had a right bad time with Kerbishley, didn't they? Yeah, Kerbishley and then Dowie and then Les no. Reed took over and then Pardew no, came. You've got the back to front. Have I? Reed was first. Was Reed first? Then, then Dowie. Then Dowie, then Pardew. Then Pardew. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Oh, I know. Proper is. <laughs> but um, like, the, the Premier League knew something wasn't right at all from the start with those transfers. Like, yeah. They knew something wasn't right. And uh, the whole thing I'm was a bit. Gotta be. I'm not being funny, but if that was like a smaller club in the north of England, they'd have been punished way worse than what West Ham were. Probably. Oh like, yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. West Ham have a lot of influence, like influential people, people yeah. that, like have ties with the club. 
in the FA, in the media as well. Because they won the World Cup. Yeah, basically. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he didn't win a game at all playing for West Ham until Kirby came in. Oof. No? He scored some unreal goals for West I Ham. did, I. <clears throat> um, his first, well, his first goal for them, I remember it. It was a, it was in March and it was against Spurs on Free a Sunday kick. afternoon. Aye, and he was on fire that day. It seemed to like finally click for him. Then uh, West Ham were in the relegation zone all the way up until like they had this amazing run at the end of the season. Yeah. And uh, it set up two goals. Yeah, he had a good. And game. then he scored a free kick. I think the free kick even made it. I think that made it three two, because then Berbatov. Equalised with a free kick. Berbatov had a good Berbatov game. Berbatov got two, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Paul Staltieri scored the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Up the Staltieri like. I, I remember watching that game. And he like, was a club's number seven. I was like. Number seven. Full back. Disgrace full back. They had like Garley in that place. But I remember watching that live. And then on the uh, break when it then it was class. And like. I wanted West Ham to win. Uh, like I, I remember watching it and Tevez going absolutely mental. Did somebody jump into the crowd with his top off? Yeah. It was kite out. Like, you know, like proper, to be fair to him, like the stick that he gets for his attitude in his like last like couple of seasons at Man City, is a passionate guy. Yeah, like if you were got involved right. like, yeah, in the no, clubs, the Argentinians. Uh, like West Ham, he was he, he proper encapsulated like, yeah, yeah. yeah, encapsulated the like I think feeling. It, I think when he went to the bigger clubs, they just feel the love, don't they? I think yeah. when he went to the big clubs, he I kind of think he um, feel like he deserves more when he probably does like. No. Where Man United definitely at Man United, he deserved definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He, sc- he scored seven goals from March to May to keep West Ham in the league. It was like seven in 12 mm. to keep them up. He scored against Chelsea, it was an absolute screamer. Um, he scored the winner against Man U in the last game of the season, he did to I. Keep them up in a 1 0 yeah. win at Old Trafford. Um, Do you mind West, West, West Ham had some proper. Questionable decisions <coughs> go their way. Do you mean this block on the line? Yeah, that's park. what I was just coming to against Blackburn. Mark Hughes kicking right yeah. off. Basically, the the goal comes in like it's West Ham's goal, but Tevez is like on oh, the line. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he, he tries to jump out the way, but it hits him. Yeah, the goal gets given, and like it didn't go over the line. <laughs> and he's offside. That <laughs> <laughs> goal, raging. goal. Mark Hughes is absolutely for Europe at the time. Got absolutely off it. It was so dodgy. And then, like, obviously, Sheffield United don't love Carlos Tevez because it was <laughs> them that. Yeah, they, so, they right, I'm sorry, if you can't beat Wigan at home in the last game of the season, then. Die. David Unsworth scored a penalty that day. Yeah. Regardless, they needed Man United to beat. Uh, Man City uh, to beat uh, West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah. But then don't like Man United because Man United should beat West Ham at home. <laughs> Champions of England as well. (laughs) West Ham were fined five and a half million pounds, and the fine was in April. So Uh, the season was still going on. So they could have got given some. They should have got dock points. They should have got points taken. They've got players playing for them. The best of it is. They go find that in April. Tevez still played to the end of May. (laughs) It was like, no, no, it's third party ownership. You can't play him now. That's what it should have been. It should have been dock points for. Or of some breach of FA rules and been like Tevez can't play. Yeah, yeah. Because Mascherano, Mascherano gets away with it, didn't he? Masca- well, Mascherano left in the January. It's because he wasn't playing as much, and he didn't. Tevez is made big because he scored the goals. Yeah, and yeah. Well, Mascherano got the move to Liverpool in the January, but Liverpool 
because of the investigation was already underway by that point, Liverpool done it properly and signed him. Aye. They actually signed Mascherano. Instead, I said, doing the whole. Yeah. So, because <laughs> if they didn't, Mascherano couldn't play for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And whether you're owned by a super agent or whatever, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mascherano was 24 year old or something at the time. He's yeah. to play football. Needs to play football. But yeah, find a five and a half million pound record fine. That's that's not punishment enough. <laughs> you see, clubs dock points in the lower leagues for less. Yeah. And they're getting <laughs> fucking Middlesbrough were docked points in 1997 because they couldn't play a match because they had oh, like, a the, team the, that was been the, struck with flu. The flu bug. So they were docked three points the and got relegated. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Brian Robson kicking off about right. that in the press. So West Ham now they get they get a, they get a hefty fine, probably paid for by uh, Gia Tribe giving that. <laughs> yeah, Tevez. Aye. So that in cash. But I, I, I remember at the end of the season, Sheffield United gone fucking Berserk, off it. And yeah. they were appealing. They, went, they appealed for two years. Walk went well, right well, the best of it, At the end of that two years, they got a payout of about 35 million. Eh? So wow. they've basically been like, yeah, you were, you were you done were, wrong. Right. Yeah. But two years later, when they've been relegated, I'm sure they They're were in like, League, League One by then, aye. League One by then. Yeah. So... Like, they've had a hard time of it since. I, I know they, like, I know they do it now, now, but they've like, had that, a hard time after that. That, that fucked them for years. That yeah, had a very hard time. I remember the, all the protests and that going on. I mentioned this to Dill before we started recording. I remember watching Sky Sports News and they were like, oh, we've got Sean Bean here at the Sheffield <laughs> What's the good bottom of it? <laughs> Seen good job, like getting a bit. Oh, it's an absolute disgrace. Former Sheffield United sent forward. <laughs> it was oh, it was bit, like Sean Bean's there, like like oh yeah, I'm alright involved. We've, we've been totally wrong down here, and like going like pro- proper off it and that. Like he's leading the charge. General Sharp leading the charge on the FA. Oh god, oh it was insane. It was humble. Tevez was never staying. He was never staying at, at the end of that. I think it needed. I think it needed Alex Ferguson to get a glimpse of him, and I think that day at Old Trafford was pretty much. I, I, you know, I think the move to Man U was sorted before that season was even over. Probably. If, so. Probably. If, if, if he'd have stayed at West Ham, it would have just made the whole situation like yeah, even worse. It would have got like, worse. Like with the whole Sheffield United thing. But to be <clears> fair, <throat> he's he's only gone to West Ham because other club, like bigger clubs, aren't desperate for. Unreal players, not at that time, so aren't right. willing to take. They're not daft enough to take a risk on something sort of dodgy. Yeah. It needed a mid-table. Portsmouth, it could have went to Portsmouth as well. Oof. Um, but I, it was West Ham that got him, and that, that's given him a year in England. He's proved he can do it in England. They've uncovered all this dodgy business. Yeah. So then, on the back of that, no, nah, um, Man U get him, sign him as an official loan <laughs> deal. Oh, sorry, only club he didn't win, you know, just to dig in there, West Ham. <laughs> he, he even won a cup for Shanghai, so there you go. <laughs> one, one hammer of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Prestigious award. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that summer you've got... Uh, Inter Milan. Inter Milan he turned a move down to. Uh, he wanted to stay in England, stay in the Premier League. Um, I remember the Copa America that summer wasn't going to make his decision until after that. And then, yeah, Man United signed for Man U, reported as a deal worth £20 million. 
West Ham trying to <laughs> try to appeal so it. How many appeals are going on? Oh. You can just read. Right, I'm just I'm saying stealing this Wikipedia, obviously. Right? On 5th of July, the Daily Mail reported Tevez had agreed to join Manchester United in a deal worth 20 million pound, which was subject to an appeal from West Ham. West Ham said they would block any transfer unless we received a majority of the transfer fee. The next day, West Ham released a statement saying Tevez was under contract until July 2010, in addition to denying having held negotiations with the Euro club. What's that agent called, Jack? Gia, uh, Gia Trapkin. Yeah, Gia Trapkin contradicted the claim by stating West Ham had given permission for United to engage in talks. Manchester United and West Ham both sought FIFA's assistance <laughs> to rule on Tevez's ownership, but on July 24th, FIFA suggested the case be referred to the Court of Arbitration of Sport. Gerard Frickin, what are you going out? Intervened by <laughs> issuing West Ham with a high court <coughs> written to complete to complete West Ham to release the resignation of Carlos Tevez in accordance with the contracts entered into between the parties. <laughs> However, the case never made it to the court as the Premier League approved an agreement between West Ham and MSI in which MSI would pay £2 million to West Ham, who in turn released <laughs> Tevez from his contract. <laughs> How are, they, how are they even working out contracts like when he's when he's owned by uh, I don't think he's signed anything. Forty nah. people. I don't think he's ever signed anything in his life. Nah. <coughs> Just went, yeah, you do this. West Ham demanded twenty million pounds. This shows how dodgy it is. We'll give you two million. Ideal. <laughs> Go on, man. <laughs> Oh, I just get rid of him. Just get rid of him. Imagine the fumes Sheffield United would have been feeling when, like, West Ham appeal, like, Tevez transfer. Yeah. Sheffield United, like, fuck them appealing. Like, what, like, <laughs> what right do they have of a two appeal? Sean Bean's flying over from Hollywood again. <laughs> get Bean in. This is the first line from, like, again, Wikipedia, so I've used it. But Manchester United put forward a proposed two year loan deal to Tevez, which was approved on 10th of August, you know on loan from who? <laughs> and again, I tell you what, that's get, if if that's any other club other than Chelsea at the, at the time, yeah. then that's not getting approved. No, not no, at all. No, that's not getting approved. Not at all. Aye. If he's gone to a Spurs or something around that time, yeah. FA's like, nah, no, no chance, mate. But it happened. And... At that time as well, I think Man United needed a striker. <laughs> it's before the Berbatov deal, isn't it? It's, he went there and to, Rooney, to give them a front four of Rooney... Ronaldo, Saha, Saha, and Tevez. Yeah, that's that's one of the best front fours ever assembled in English football. Mm. That was when Ronaldo started playing more as a forward yeah. than a winger as well. Like, I'm sure that was this. Wasn't that the season he scored 31 goals? Or seven or eight? Ronaldo. That's his last season at United. No, second to second last. last season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They lost. They lost nine. Ronaldo and Tevez in the same summer. Yeah. Oh, did he die? Tevez goes to Man United. I was excited about that deal. Obviously, I didn't know the ins and outs of it, but as someone who I wasn't like to see Man United do well, I was excited about that deal because he, like I say, I enjoyed his time at West Ham. Rooney says he's the best, best partner he's ever played. Yeah, Tevez says the same about Rooney as well. He says, yeah. Wow. They're really similar, eh? Like, like so Rooney says he watched the interview. He says if I went, Tevez dropped. If I if I dropped, Tevez went, and we, he was like, but we didn't work on it. Like it wasn't planned. Was it natural? Mm. It was just like one little glimpse of where he's gone. I'll go the other way, and they just knew what they were doing. Love it when when a player's like that, like so talented, but a graph like fuck as well. Yeah, that's what he's famous for. It. Yeah, work it. Like Tevez and Rooney, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. But Tevez is known as that dog that'll work his ass off. 
and he'd do anything to win. Yeah. Do absolutely nice. anything to win. South American. Die for it. Yeah. He was second top scorer that season. Scored more goals than Rooney. Yeah. Yeah. Um Ronaldo, Ronaldo was top Ronaldo. scorer. Uh, Tevez was second. Nineteen goals in all competitions overall. God, they must have scored some goals that year. Yeah. Fourteen in the league. On the way to winning uh, the Premier League and the Champions, Champions League, League that season. Um, scored, how many did he score in the Champions League? Did he League? play in the Champions League final? He must have. He took a penalty. I took don't a pe- think he started, did he? He took penalty number yeah. two, I think. Scored four goals in the Champions League that season on the way to the final. Um, yeah, he scored, no, he scored the first penalty in the, the shootout. Penalty. Penalty. Did he, yeah. he, he wouldn't have started, I don't think. I can't remember him starting. No, he didn't no. start the game. Rooney started, Rooney, Ronaldo. Because he did not play 4 3 3 because he matched up Chelsea. Uh, Ronaldo played wide left. Really I will have been, really been really through the middle and Park not plays so away. Park comes in. That is a proper Sunday right. Park game. That All like right. maybe Park. For Ferguson always played Park in like yeah. like the oh, biggest games. Yeah. He had more. I think he like, he must have had more faith in him than any other player in that <laughs> yeah. game. Him and Darren Fletcher. I know he brought uh, he brought gigs on. He brought. Yeah, he'll probably brought Tevez on. Are you not bring Nani on as well? <coughs> oh God, probably. I'll have a look. See if Tevez got to start. Ah, well, you're. Did he start many that get games that season? You know. Tell like, I think he brought Anderson on because Anderson did. took a penalty as well. He did that season. <coughs> he started a lot more games that season than he did the season after. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the season after that kind of killed the whole relationship. He started. When you need. He started Tevez. Played, uh, they didn't play Park. They played. 4-4-2. Where's Brown at right back? Park must have been injured just spinning. He's really on the bench. Um, he started, so... Where's Brown, Ferdinand, Vidic, Evera. Played a four of Owen Hardgreaves, Paul Scholes, Michael Carrick and Ronaldo. Bruni and Tevez up top. Tevez played the whole game. Like I say, he just took a pen. Did Park not get suspended for that? Because did they not play AC Milan in the semi-final? No, maybe. No, they played Barcelona in the semi-final. Barcelona. Oh, yeah, because Scholes Scholes scored. scored. 1-1-0. Where's Brown came off because he wasn't going to take a pen. But Anderson, Giggs came on and Nani came on. So, Two, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, important role in that Man United side that season. You'd have, yeah. you'd have thought after that season. Like Starting the Champions League final. Yeah. You'd have thought after that season, like it was an absolute shoe in that he was going to be signed for them permanently. Well, Ferguson wanted to, didn't he? It made the whole after the first season, he said, he, I want to sign him. It made the whole Berbatov. I always questioned why sign Berbatov when they had Tevez. No one wanted to know. I couldn't understand why. Because Ferguson had the money. Because Ferguson had those times back then when Man United were Man United, and I'm gonna sign him, so no one else can. I know Man City were trying to sign Berbatov as well. Man City were trying to sign everybody on that deadline day, didn't they? Because yeah, that was when they got Rubinho. Man City tried to sign, and you've got to think they, they were getting rid of Saha because he couldn't keep fit. Like Saha, he liked the four strikers, didn't he? Because he. Going back to the nineties, he always had four strikers. Uh, four big strikers. So you'd have had Tevez, Ronaldo, Berbatov, and Rooney. That's the bad. That's <laughs> fucking good. That is good, laddie. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even better than the fall the season before. Yeah. I'd rather have Berbatov than Saha. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm a big, I'm a big Louis fan, like. But um, he scored some absolute screamers as well in that first year. His goal against West Ham. In his first game against them oh, since right. leaving. What a, what a strike that was. West Ham fans gave a standing ovation. Didn't yeah, they did. I. Uh, Someone took a good goal. Uh, didn't celebrate. <clears throat> Hello, I'm not about I that. I think, I think you should celebrate every goal you score. For me, that's overshadowed by a Dean Ashton bicycle kick in that game. <laughs> he did as well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Rio Ferdinand can't get a hold of him. 
and <laughs> what was like, it? Bang! Up some of that. It was like four one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> was that like towards the end of the season? Was it at the start of the season? Did you say? I think it was. Uh, that was the start. I was like, I think. Lucas yeah. Neal got sent off in that game. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh <sighs> class. I just remember seeing the Tevez goal, going, "Oh wow, that was good." And then like, the, I think Park scored in that game as well. What, he, lo- he loved the goal against Chelsea um, Tevez he scored against Chelsea that season he's, that was his first goal he scored, yeah, he scored against Chelsea for West Ham the season before and countless times for Man City, City he scored uh, against them that one at Stamford Bridge and that kit with the sash the famous bridge not shaking Terry's hand game he scored yeah. in that oh yeah now that the Man United uh, the home the game against them at Old Trafford was early in the season but they lost at Upton Park on the 29th of December that year when he when his return to Upton Park oh they'll have loved that in all they was now moving on to uh, his second season at Man United um, yeah it was it was a strange one I remember looking on his neutral and thinking why, why on earth is he not starting more games but I suppose he's when he's back. not there on a permanent although he signed a contract so he must have signed a contract to have his player registration at Man United for two years, but not be at, <laughs> not actually be contracted to them not per se. To them, mm. uh, oh, man, it's so, oh, it's South America, man. Just I tell you what, like <laughs> I, I bet there was some fucking highly paid lawyers involved in those. Oh, oh yeah, like contracts rip, like being written. It's just so mad. Folk will still be on holiday now off Tevez money. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, there will be retire on the back of the trip to Tevez saga. <laughs> Sean Bean's still there outside the window beating it. <laughs> but yeah, although he, he played in 51 games in total that season, um, but majority, well, he didn't start anywhere near as many games as he wanted to. Berbatov and Rooney being, well, Berbatov, Rooney, and Ronaldo yeah, being favoured yeah, yeah. as a front three. He only scored five league goals, for a really important one against Wigan. Toward, towards the end of the season just a flick yeah. off a Carrick shot and he came off and he like flicks it I came off the, and that was just in that was in the midst of all the carry on oh, yeah, whether he's going to sign or not that was just after the City game where he scored two and ran over to the board and yeah. put his ears out, put his ears yeah. out like, my contract yeah. that was the game after that yeah, yeah. I can remember after yeah. watching that game and just, just <clears throat> whatever that, that he week, wants just yeah. give yeah. well that Wigan game he scored that goal very, very late on, uh, and they needed they needed to win that game otherwise because Liverpool were hot on the tails. Yeah. Liverpool yeah. were hot on the tails that summer and that season. Um, won the league cup in that season as well though, um, as well as the FIFA Club World Cup and the Community Shield. If you want to count them right at the start. So that's the Spurs. Yeah. Is that the Spurs final? The 08 or 09 one? Or is it the Villa final? Or is it? It was that not the Villa final? The Villa final. Ahead. Um, oh, Spurs, mate. Spurs yeah, final penalties. Oh yeah, because Anderson scores a pen. That all. Fucking loves it. Unreal pen taker, Anderson. Like. Anyone the pens? Get Anderson. Just look four one pens. Tottenham can't take pens. He's got six game. goals in six games in the league cup. Good run. Um, but just uh, so it's got a pen in that final. Just uh, Man United scored all four pens. Giggs, Tevez, Ronaldo, Anderson. Get on. He started that game as well. Up top with Danny Welbeck. But um, he he just uh, oh sorry, Don Gibson started that again. Get uh, <laughs> get to grips with like this contract situation again. So as it as it's coming to the end of the season, it was, uh, it was after the Wigan game. Um, 
Ferguson announced that the club had commenced talks to sign Tevez on a permanent deal. Just as it was revealed in the press that Man United lawyers were looking into the possibility of signing him on a Bosman type signing, <laughs> which would allow him to obviously sign for free. Yeah. So they've got lawyers looking into it. Like, how can we get around this third party ownership? We're not signing him from a club. We must be able to sign him on a Bosman. So then Tevez starts the next game against Arsenal. Is substituted for Sunji Park on the 66th minute. He's leave the field. United fans have applauded him. But uh, as that would turn he out, it would be his, his last <coughs> match for Man United. It was at Old Trafford that. Oh, weird, Yeah. Um, so you've got Man, Man United's chief executive, David Gill, uh, saying that it would be all resolved by June. Um, United finally agreed to meet the option of £25.5 million and offered Tevez a five-year contract. Tevez's advisors informed the club he no longer wished to play for Manchester United. Nevertheless, reports also emerged that Tevez had ruled out signing for Liverpool, given the implications of a Manchester United player moving to their North West rivals. So didn't want to. So he's going to Fucking trolling by Tevez. But I tell you, if I hadn't have fanned on, if I hadn't have been like, oh, we want to see if we can sign him for free, and all this carry on, if they'd have just been like, we want to sign yeah. it, if they'd have played him a bit more. He'd have signed for Man United. He would have. He definitely would have. He would have, because he enjoyed so, that. He enjoyed that. So, City, is this the first club where you think, right, you signed the contract? Because he's there five years. City, yeah, I think City sorted all that yeah, out. Yeah, Manchester he actually City just signed just a contract. Yeah. Because this this was now... £47 million. Pound. Yeah. This, to, to MSI, whatever the fuck called. Yeah. They've just completely wiped everything out. Yeah. Just to so, so money, just they, they've agreed to pay the release and the rest to buy him out of his MSI right. deal and stuff. Because now the law is in place that third party ownership is just Gone. like big no no massive thing, has to be it? done. So to totally get it out of all that MSI stuff, I think there's only really like maybe two or three clubs in England at that time that could really do that. And he's left one of them to sign for. Started off a bit controversial, didn't it? The banner. Yeah. Well, welcome to Manchester. Funny about that, but before before we get welcome to Manchester, uh, we'll have a quiz. So we're back to squad goals. Um, there's a reason why we've not covered any Argentina stuff as of yet. It's because I didn't want to give anything away for the squad goals at all. Um, didn't really have much success in the national level. Nothing of note at all in the uh, first team. Um, but he did win Olympic gold in 2004. Oh, you are fucking ridiculous. You are. <laughs> 2004? Yeah. So, bear in mind, in the Olympics, you're allowed three <laughs> overage players, but the rest of the squad all had to be under the age of 23. There are 13 clubs represented in that squad. Um, and I want to know... Each club that is represented, <laughs> also including one player that came in to, there was one club, one player came in to replace a player, so that if there's 19 players in total, 13 clubs over the 19 players, I just want the names of the clubs. 13, 13 clubs. 13 clubs, and then I'll run through the players. I don't and, know, I know three Argentinian clubs. <laughs> right. Um, and I'll tell you what, there's some pure surprises in here. 
when, when I was looking at it myself, I knew the, there was one where I was like, I'm, I'm sure they were represented in there, but I'll have to double check. He might have left at the time. And when I seen he was still represented by, like, he was still playing, technically contracted to them, I was like, oh, get in. Uh, this is just pointless, isn't it? <laughs> you maybe be surprised. I still reckon. Uh, if I just give you, if I give you, a, I will give you a little clue because it is quite a tough one. There is only there's only three Argentinian clubs. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. The rest of them bar one are European. Oh, you fruit in the air there. <laughs> I think that's the most clues ever given out on a quiz. <laughs> it is. It is a tough one. This one though. Some uh, of the players in this. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even think I can name a third Argentinian club. Oh, that's poor if you can't. I've got three Argentinian I clubs. I, I think I think I've got a third one, but I, I think I, I I'm can't, saying I've got them. I think I one of them could be in Brazil. I just put it down as Argentina. Not trying to sound like some kind of football hipster or anything, but I actually watched quite a bit of this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, you know, when you like. 13, 14 year old, you just watch any football you can. Anything that's gone. Anything that's on. Of, like players that were around. Ah. Oh, I might be a bit young. Now I'll go for it. 13, you say 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7. Um, yes. Right, yeah. I think. Have you got 13 names down? Me? Right. No, I've got 8. Alright. But I'm clicking on the players that I think maybe around that time. Yeah, while we're waiting for the lads, thinking of their answers, we'll. Uh, do a little bit of plug-in. So don't forget to follow us on Twitter um, at Prawn Podcast, capital P's in each word. Um, subscribe and like the podcast on Acast, iTunes, Spotify, and give us really nice ratings. <clears throat> It'll be pure sound. And, uh, of course, if you want to get involved, um, message us. And uh, if you want to be a guest or if you just have anything to say of anything, any topic that we've covered, then feel free. If you want to be a dick, be a dick, but <laughs> you'll probably get deleted and blocked. So. <laughs> jokes, jokes. We've also had a sponsor this week. Have we? Yes. The Apple Tree in Carmel. <laughs> 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 nice, cheap food, cheap drink. Shows multiple sports on the big screens. If you yeah. ever fancy a quick pint, get yourself in. Friendly atmosphere. If you have a look on the, uh, the right, you'll see the Prom Pod logo on the wall. Oh, classic. Fantastic. Represent. <laughs> Represent. If you get a song on patch, I'll get one put on my gear for comps. <laughs> Oofed. I may just get a tattoo. How many, teams, <laughs> how many teams have you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got ten oh, that, that I can think of. Anyway. Nine. Oh, that sounds. That's gonna sound horrible. Nerves <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thinking sucks. Oh, well, it's better than the than the groan in the Mark Whitfield episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, class this is hard. Nails this. Uh, Good Lord Almighty! I think we should have to just write random teams down. Yeah, you have to speed us up. Uh, well, I've wrote eleven now. Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, one more. Um, Done. Sound. Top punch. <laughs> Aye, same. 
Might let's do a clubs of umpen. <laughs> right, how do you want to do it then? Um, I don't really care. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll read them out. No, I want to read them out like we always do. Oh, okay, go on then. I, I'm, I'm not bothered. <laughs> what do you want? Right. Um, well, Nath, seeing how you've got catching up to do, you read yours out first. Right. <clears throat> obviously, you've got, well, I say obviously, River, <laughs> River Plate. Yeah, Boca Juniors. Yeah. Are you saying yeses are correct? Yeah, these are correct, correct. Right, right I've got Boca and River Plate. Uh, yeah. Barcelona. Correct. Um, correct. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. You paused that. I, I, like, no I tell you what, I'll just, I'll, <laughs> rather than saying correct each time, I'll just let you read right. them and then I'll go through them. So, River Plate, Boca, Barcelona, yeah. uh, Villarreal, Valencia, uh, Inter Milan, Bayern Munich, AC Milan. Ooh, that's the first different team I ever had. Uh, Newell's Old Boys, uh, Flamengo, Monaco, oh, Lons and Lille. Right, okay. Dylan, do you want to read yours? Oh, uh, if you want, if you have to. Right, so Boca, Barca, River Plate, Newell's Old Boys, Villarreal, Corinthians, Inter, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, I don't know why I wrote that down, but I did. Valencia and Juventus. I wanted to put Real in, but I just couldn't picture anyone at Real. Cago. All right. You see, I wanted, but I was thinking like Grenero and people like that. Well, that's. I couldn't. I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is you sniggering away? Like... <laughs> it's actually a tie. What? Oh my lord. Yeah. Why am I always involved in ties? So, do you want to hear the correct answers? Go on then. So, these are the ones that you've both got. Boca uh-huh. Juniors, Valencia, Inter Milan, Villarreal. Did you say Inter Milan? Yeah. I thought you said AC. I said, 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 said both. Oh, right. River Plate. Yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. Mules All Boys. <laughs> yes. Um, Man United. Man United? Yeah. Man United? Yeah. Who? We'll come to that. <laughs> Cruz Azul. Oh, Mexico. <laughs> that's humping. Spartak Moscow. That's even more humping. Wolfsburg. Which Argentinians live in there? Wolfsburg, Palermo, and Sunderland. Julio. Oh, oh that's lifting. Can't believe I forgot that. Right, so. I can't believe I never got cruised. As it's a tie. So that's six each. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven each. Seven that's eight. a good Hey, effort. that's good, Gannon. That is a good effort, to Thank be fair. Because it is hard. River, I think he's won then. River, Boca, Barca, Villarreal. Oh, is Villarreal one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't ticked that one, I guess. Yeah. No Corinthians. Cruz Azul. They can't medicate that. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, tiebreaker. God. Didn't think of one. <laughs> I've got to be prepared. I know. I'm about self-confident. Yeah, and your questions, though, because I'm the same, like... Ah, there's no way they'll get that. There's no way there'll be a tie. Right. Who's at Spartak Moscow? I want the total amount of players that were represented by Argentinian clubs in this squad. The total amount? Yeah. How many is in the squad? 23? No. Well, there's 19 players on this list because one got called up later. Oh, right, right. You told us before. Yeah. No, you just said there was only three clubs. 
Oh, right, okay. okay. Right. Yeah. So I want the amount of players represented by Argentinian clubs in this squad. How many in the squad? 19. 19. I'm not even going to think, I'm just going to guess. I'm going to show eight. Eight. I wrote down eight. Okay. <laughs> 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 like Seven. Oh. So. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Fucking hell. <laughs> Which knot did Julio Alper <laughs> use to tie his boot that day? Uh, fuck me. Out of this squad. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Ooh, why am I counting? <laughs> <laughs> right, at least three. I want, <laughs> I want to know how many of this squad played football in England during the career. During their career? Yeah. In England? Yeah. Well, there's at least two. There's at least three. Oh, yeah, at least three. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Have you wrote a number down? Right. We'll write one down, I. Oh, okay. Right. Uh... Right, I've got my number. Right. Right, what have you gone for, Dylan? Five. Six. The correct answer is eight. Oh, no! <laughs> so Nathan Cuban takes the spoils this week. Damn it. Do um, you want the players? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's annoying. Right. Well, the eight... Well, the full squad. Willy Caballero and Tevez of Boca Juniors. Roberto right. Ayala of Valencia. Berdiso and Kili Gonzalez of Inter Milan. Oh, Kili Gonzalez! Fabrizio Colaccini of Villarreal. Ugh. <laughs> Javier Mascherano, German Lux, and Lucho Gonzalez of River Plate. Gabriel Heinzer of Man United. Oh, Javier oh. Saviola of Barcelona. Cesar Delgado and Luciano Figueroa of Cruz Azul. Oh, um, yeah, I knew him. <laughs> <laughs> Mauro Rosales and Leandro Fernandez of New Old Boys. Uh, Clement Rodriguez of Spartak Moscow. Andres Delessandres of Wolfsburg. Martin Gonzalez of Palermo and Nicholas Medina of Sunderland. Oh, Medina? Yeah. Oh. oh. I'm glad they want the fucking team. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, when you said, going back to the world, to the 2004 Olympics, I thought you were going to want to start at the level of the final. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to get graft for a point. <laughs> Honestly, because. I feel like I've lost about four. Clement Sweat. 5-3-3 now. You win two. Hey, Nath, you're catching. You're catching now. I told you, man. I'm on the charge now. Uh, it's your quiz next week. Just put your pocket on. Uh, it is, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so as it stands now, um, in the overall standings, it is Dylan and Jamie on five apiece. Nathan on three. Guests on zero. Aye. What are we going to do if the guests have a late charge and win it overall? Like, do they have to host a quiz? <laughs> I can nah, imagine they just, they just yeah. <laughs> Right, sound. So next week we're back to Nate's quiz. And yeah. But for now we'll crack on with the, the career of El Apache. Carlos Tevez. <laughs> so, as we were just on about before, he's just moved to Manchester City. It's the summer of 2009 and in the ultimate football trolling... Manchester City put a sign up in the uh, <laughs> Manchester City centre of Tevez, who hasn't even kicked a ball for Manchester City at this point, in a photoshopped blue kind of print. I'm sure everybody's seen it with yeah, Welcome yeah. to Manchester with his arms spread. 
to much, much <laughs> anger from... <laughs> I don't get right. That was in Dean's gate, right? Yeah. Which is, like, Trafford Centre. And I'm not yeah. saying everything to do, but, like, all Trafford area. Yeah. How Heavily much red. they paid that Manchester Council to get that put up, like... Because like, well, the Manchester Council must have went, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love the fact... Is, is the first player to move between the two clubs since 1999 when Terry Cook moved... I've read that. I'm not even bothering with that. <laughs> but the thing is, it shows where City were at the time. Absolutely. Like, because City in 1999 have just been promoted to Division 1. I'd have you say that was their... Yeah. I'd have you say that was their biggest sign. Tevez, yeah. definitely. I think that's bigger, like, bigger than Rubinho. Yeah, because yeah, Rubinho was just one season and we'll do it on because we've got money. It's just to show right, the yeah. final. Aguero normally knew him unless you watch Spanish football. Yeah. He was still a young kid from Atletico and David Silva was Valencia. He didn't come from around Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, was like everyone knew he was decent but he'd been yeah. like random places like and never really settled. The Rubinho. He was, that was a statement. The Rubinho yeah. deal was taken in from under the nose of Man United is a statement. That's like the even even if it is true under the nose of Liverpool as well if they wanted him yeah. like that, yeah. that's because they were second all the time yeah. like oof. They really needed they needed something to kick to like show that like the Premier League like we are ready to yeah. we're not and just I, here spending money for the crack. And Tevez himself was just in sheer like bull Tevez mode where he's wanting to show Man United what they missed out on. Yeah, absolutely. Which is evident in his performances that season because he was unreal. The Manchester derby, a lot of lost four three, but when he when he sets up Barry's goal, uh, yeah, he, Barry's goal he, he worked for Ben it. Foster's head off to get the ball. Uh, uh, come on, Tevez. Uh, and <laughs> it, it, Craig Bellamy had this, a good game that day as well. Bellamy and Rio, Tevez. Rio didn't. Yeah. I tell you who did though. Super Michael Owen. <laughs> Bellamy and Tevez were mint up front together. Aye. They actually were. Yeah, they did pure complement well. each other. And they, again, both pure grafters. Who was on the wing then? Because they played 4 3 3, didn't they? And, like. I'm not being Sean Wright Phillips or Stephen Island. Stephen Island was oh. like a young player. Martin Petrov. Ah, uh, Martin Petrov, maybe. Martin oh, Petrov Jesus. as well. City that summer. My dad loved that man. That's my dad's yeah. favourite Manchester City squad. That group of players. I hope it's not. I've just got the team up here. Like <laughs> Bellamy. So the team that day, that four-three game was Shea Given, then Micka Richards, Lescott, Colo Toure, Wainbridge, then midfield of um, three midfields with Barry, De Jong, and Stephen Ireland. <sighs> and then right wing was Sean Mike Phillips, left wing Bellamy up front, Tevez, and came on were. Martin Petrov, he's only sub. Oh, Vladi Vice. Oh, Vladimir Vice, aye. <laughs> on the bench, is that better? Didn't get on. Vladimir Vice came on that game. No, he didn't. No, he only, on only sub the main is right. Petrov. Oh, right. The bench was Stuart Taylor, Pablo, Zabal- <laughs> Pablo Zabaleta, Javier Garrido, Silvino, Vladimir Vice, and David Ball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Stephen Actually. Island had only, the season before, Stephen Island. One Manchester City's young player of the year. He was mint. He was he doing had a really well, good He had season. two he had really good, good seasons, seasons at Man City. Two really good seasons. Um, but yeah, like overall in that first season for Manchester City, <clears throat> 23 league goals in 35 games and 29 goals in 42 overall. Um, he loves the League Cup, eh? <laughs> Number six goals in six games in the League Cup that year. Was it the semi-finals? First goal, it's the semi-finals yeah, I, against Man United. Ah, they got beat off uh, Man in yeah. the semi-finals in there. Um, but that's City 
missed out on Champions League, finishing the Champions League that year. Oh, crouching, the crouching yeah. one. Well, that that was when City, didn't City have a goalkeeper crisis and that they, they got Martin Fulop in. Yeah, yeah Kevin got, got injured. Didn't did he? he get Fulop off us? Yeah, I uh, went on an emergency transfer. Yeah. Emergency loan. Bless him. Yeah. And um, so yeah, twenty three goals in thirty five games, tearing it up. He was class for serious. Yeah, I was. He was good. Even the the following season as well. He uh, twenty goals in thirty one league games, twenty three and forty four, and finally managing Man City finally managing to get that fourth Champions League spot as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, That's a sack Hughes. Yeah, after the sack Hughes and got uh, Mancini. <laughs> well, the sack Hughes in 0910 yeah. and got Mancini in then. It wasn't, far off, it wasn't far off for the derby loss, the 4-3. When the sack Hughes, it was literally the, the same, day they beat Sunderland 4-3. Yeah, that was the um, game. Yes, right. it was. That's what it was. Because he was waving. Mark Hughes was waving, wasn't he? He was I, like yeah. clapping his hands. They beat us 4-3. Mancini was there. Mancini was at that match. Yeah, he was, I. Um, Do you know what people used to say it was harsh, but you know, fuck Mark Hughes. Like, if you can get Roberto Mancini in, who's just left into Milan, but you don't want to hurt Mark Hughes' feelings, who you give all this cash to, and he's still and, he's and he signed Rockets onto Cruz. Uh, yeah. After, after, right? This is what I was gonna say before, but it's slipped my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that summer, when the when the Man City signed Tevez, they also signed Adebayor, right? So they've got now got Tevez there, Adebayor there, but a strike force that already had. Bellamy. Yeah. They signed Roque Santa Cruz to go in. They had Daniel Sturridge coming through at the time. So uh, the pure, kids. like, exciting yeah. young player. Um, they had um, <laughs> Benjani. <laughs> and Joe. Oh, Joe. <laughs> but they had, this was Joe. before the new Rubinho was going to be fucking off as well. Yeah. So they signed Roque Santa... They pursued Roque Santa Cruz all summer, basically, and then signed him when they already had about six strikers on the books. Jobs for the boys, weren't it? Uh, he was Hughes, Hughes was just like, I'm, I'm getting him in. And it was awful for them, like. August 2010, made captain by Mancini. Yeah, yeah. and that season won his first piece of silverware at Man City as well. The FA Cup in the 2010-11 season. The Stoke final. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big Man U in the semi-final. Mm. Winning the final against Stoke. Tevez influential again. 20 goals in 31 games. Uh, 23 in all competitions. Um... Didn't make appearance in the League Cup that year. Otherwise, <laughs> 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 I'd have won that as well. That, that, that's what I was saying about Mark Hughes, though, right? Like, it's like a year later, and look at the team that started that. I've got the team here that started that FA Cup final. Joe Hart, fair enough, Mick Richards still there, but he was like one of the best young defenders at the time, English Mick Richards. Yeah. And he was probably one yeah. of the mainstays from there. Comp- yeah. The youth system. Company, well. Les Scott, Collarov. <clears throat> Still Diog and Barry, but you've took Stephen Island now, we've got Yaya Toure. Yeah. <laughs> you've took out Wright Phillips and Bellamy for Silva and Balotelli. And you Tevez up front. Zabaleta came on. He Who Shall Not Be Named came on. And Patrick Vieira came on. Oh, yeah, they signed Paddy V, didn't they? Yeah, I did. Zeko didn't get off the bench. Milner. So just their fortunes changed totally. That was just like a core that one. As soon as they got rid of that whole, like, UK and Ireland kind of players, like, like, say, like yeah. Stephen Ireland and all that, and started bringing in actual players that could actually play football. <laughs> yeah. Then just get rid of that Mark Hughes mindset. 
yeah. uh, just actually switch it for a football game. I just don't think, like, coming on, like, speaking of the managers, like, I don't think he got on with Mancini at all. No. Um, a lot of people don't, Yeah. There's like, a lot of people that didn't. You look at, um, well, in that, ten, in that it, summer. Even, no, well, even during his, midway through his second season there, he actually handed in a transfer request. Really? Yeah, because he'd, uh, he'd said that like relationships had broken down with certain executives and individuals at the club. Definitely means a manager, like. Yeah. Definitely yeah. means a manager. Yeah. Um, didn't get well. Got rejected. Um, again, legal action being threatened and stuff. So he withdrew his transfer request, and uh, obviously committed to the club. Went on to win the FA Cup with them that year. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the following season was when it all kind of came to a head. Uh, he got an extended leave from the, the summer. Season, yeah, at the start of the season because of his commitments with Argentina. And uh, and it was wasn't it like you've got him. Basically, how it all came to a head. Initially, the fallout was a Champions League tie. With Barcelona, uh, Bayern Munich, sorry. Yeah. When when uh, no. Mancini said that Tevez refused to come no, up. The Champions League. No, yeah, because no. they were two 0 down, and uh, it was going to bring Tevez on like really, really late on in the game, and apparently mm. Tevez was like refusing to come up, and then uh, Tevez said that no, this is it was an under- misunderstanding, like which you would say when you realise, oh shit, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in trouble here. Um, so yeah, mass- massive fallout on the back of that. Saying Mancini claiming that he would never play for him at Man City again. Tevez gets suspended and then put on gardening leave. <laughs> so when you hear he's playing golf, he's on maybe three hundred grand a week and he's put on gardening leave. Shows how much money they've got. <laughs> yeah, but at this point they've signed obviously Aguero and yeah. Balotelli and that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so you've got Tevez away now City go rampage the league and then it gets to February and they stood out and no, he'd come chasing <laughs> no it's Liverpool wasn't it no it was Man U, was it Man U? Tevez were well um, Man City were well ahead and then Man United oh, yeah. clawed it back yeah. then Man United went well ahead and then holding out for a hero Tevez stopped playing golf yeah got bored of golf Golfing season was over. It's time to <laughs> gardens looking it's prim and proper. It's time to come back and like tear shit up. They got a moment like a film where like he's in like he's in his kitchen making a coffee and there's just some fella at the door with like sunglasses on just like just nodding his head. <laughs> yeah. like, it's time. Uh, and his wife's like, Where are you going? Go <laughs> I'm gonna go back to I'm City. Gonna, I'm gonna go back to Manchester. But you promised you were gonna go <laughs> You give, you give that life up, Carlos. You give that life up. <laughs> right, it's time to get the old boots out. <laughs> I said you never put those boots on again, Carlos. Can't wait for Sean Bean to play that. <laughs> Norwich is a stand-up game, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, golf swing. Made his Massively return. overweight. Made, yeah. I was, I put on, Heavy. Put on some clam. Still mint though. Oh. Yeah, it was that Norwich game. Scores a hat trick and assisted a got an assist in a six-one away win at Norwich. Sarah, Sarah celebrated his hat trick goal with a golf swing. Yeah. Ah, class. Mid. 
stuff oh, like yeah. that, like City fans just they forget everything negative and just yeah. that one golf swing, like, oh, you know what, he's class. <laughs> but, well, to be fair, he came back and he only played 13 games overall that season, but he scored four goals. Came back into that side, helped them win the league. Helped them win the league. And, uh, season after winning yeah. the Community Shield. First, first, first league title in uh, however long it was. Was it like 35 years or something, Daft, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Community Shield victory at the start of the season. and uh, Sports against Chelsea, like he always does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, to be fair, like, he was then there. In the first team again? Yeah, yeah. straight away, wasn't it? Yeah, played um, <clears throat> played 34 times in that um, <clears throat> fourth season. Scored 11 league goals. 17 and 47 overall as well. Quickest player to score 50 goals for Man City in the Premier League. Oh, no, became the first player to score 50 goals for Man City in the Premier League. Yeah. When considering he had Formal's garden leave, isn't that? I know. Kind of been hard when you've got players like John Macken that scored in the Premier League for Man City before then. Uh, and then, uh, well, part of the way through that 2012-13 season, um, he uh, revealed that he nearly retired in 2012 <laughs> because of the whole fallout over, oh. over it all. I bet he didn't. I know. Absolutely not. No. Nah. Absolutely not. <laughs> But uh, £300,000 a week for golfing. Uh, <laughs> but he, 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 he was always going to leave at the end of that season. Yeah. But his time at Man City, for me, he, he was like the symbol of Man, Man City's yeah. like, Start to step into the, yeah, like, the next level was Tevez. That's all it needed, wasn't it? It needed that one deal that made the club and the rest of the league. Or yeah, as we said before, it was moved. the manner in which they'd done it. Like, yeah. Stealing him from Man United, basically. Because that's, let's face it, 10 years Previous, that's something my United have done. That's yeah. any club. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so, when, like when they took Farland from Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? From one of the northern. It's something that they'd have done. They tried to buy Vieira at that time, didn't they? But yeah, he only had a year left on his contract at the end of that season, so it was either. So he was he was always going to go. Yeah. But after saying he wanted, he considered retiring, but then said no because it's his dream to retire wearing a Boca shirt. You were thinking, I was going you back to Argentina. And then uh, turns up in Italy, goes <laughs> <laughs> to Juventus, and fucking tore shit up for two seasons. He was mint, absolute quality. Like he was absolutely mint. That was a mint Juventus side. Took the mantle, didn't he? Yeah. The first person to wear number ten after Del Piero. That's some. That's some big pressure. That is some big pressure. So you had Baggio, Del Piero, and then Carlos Tevez. Tevez. Nineteen goals in thirty-four league games. Did he even? Well, no, oh, it's Dybala in it. Yeah, tends to buy the right. Done Knicks in Europe for them that year. One goal yeah. in twelve games in Europe from that season, but nineteen goals in uh, thirty-four league games on the way to is uh, that a Serie A title? That in his first season. Is that squad with names like Pogba, Vidal, Marquisio, Perlo, Quadrarella. Giovinco was he in that squad? Yeah, yeah. Got beat Barca. In the Champions League final, three-one. When right. Barca had Suarez, Messi, and Neymar. Oh yeah, it was a good squad. Mm. Yeah. Because that <clears throat> is that Conte as manager. Ooh. When he first went yes. to Juve. <clears throat> yeah. 
it was it was only it was it was third highest goal scorer in Serie A in his first season. Was, uh, he added a league title. Kind of rekindled my love <clears throat> love of Italian football that deal. And then the following season, he uh, tore it up again. Twenty goals in thirty-two league games. That's good for you, bit like. Yeah, 20, 29 in forty-seven overall. Done done bits in Europe as well. Seven goals in thirteen games there. Um, only went they went out the semi-final, didn't they? To Real Madrid. Yeah. He scored. Oh, I scored, yeah. scored against them. Scored against them. Yeah. It's got some screams at you there, like if you get the chance to go and watch some Juventus clips of him, it's definitely worth doing. Um, won a fourth, won helped Juventus win their fourth consecutive Scudetto, his second whilst he was there. Um, so you said they went out to Real Madrid? No, no, sorry. No, it was, Real yeah, sorry, I was getting wrong. It was, this, it was yeah. this season where they played yeah, Barca. Yeah, it was this season when they played Barca yeah. in the final and lost. Um so I Champions League runner up and two league titles in his time at Juve. Uh hell of a goal scoring record in his two seasons there, like in the league. Thirty nine goals in sixty six league games over two seasons. Yeah. Quality like. Played the full game, that Champions League final again. Yeah, he did. It's still a decent standard, but the the, the, the pace is a lot slower in Italy, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot more focused on build up and defending and so That was Allegri that season. Was it? Mm. Allegri. And then, uh, true to his word, he heads back to Boca yep. in the summer of 2015. Yeah. And uh, although his return there, he didn't really play that much in didn't terms really of league much. games. He got booed at one game. Pardon? He got booed off one game. Yeah. He, he got beaten, he got, he got booed off pitching. It just looked like his love of football was like oh. totally on the way. New and tired. He was like a bit out of shape. Is <laughs> been surrounded by controversy his entire career, and uh, it should have really been like the prodigal son coming home, um, to vast celebrations. But yeah, he was met, met with mixed reactions, wasn't he? Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Have you seen that? I know it's in. It's on Netflix. The Boca Juniors series. That, I've never watched it. No. It's all in, like, obviously it's all going to be in Spanish, but like obviously the subtitles. He's quite good in that. Like with like some of the players that are coming through and like some of the new some of the yeah. new signings that get made, he's he's quite like in his three seasons back there. The uh, what did he win? He won the the Copa Argentina, the Super Copa Argentina, and uh, now is that a league title? Apertura in uh, all three seasons. Nice. So, although he went back, he didn't really play much in the league. He, uh, he still added some more trophies to his cabinet. But, I mean, his first season back, five goals in 12 games. The the dollar signs ring true. <laughs> and he gets a move to Shanghai Shenua in China. Um, on a reported annual salary of $41 million a year. He rejects that. He says it doesn't happen. But oh, of course it happened. Of <laughs> course it happened. That's absolutely insane, that league. And, uh, he, he, even won a, he won the Chinese FA Cup. Won the Chinese FA Cup in his time there. Fucking bet that's in the front of his cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that medal's definitely at the front. He also, I just want to get this in there because when we do our 11s, this guy narrowly missed out. He also played with a guy called Shouting Wang. 
Oh, get it. <laughs> actually spelt shouting as well in English. <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of players that were... <laughs> the amount of players that moved to Italy, uh, and that moved to China, sorry. I was going to say, what? Like, it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, like summer. Graziano Pella in his prime. Yeah, he like, bailed on the Premier League. That one made no sense to I, He's still there now, isn't he? Hulk. Hulk gang there. Os- Carrasco. Oscar. Oscar. Os- Oscar, right? Ramirez. Ah, you know what? Os- Oscar just clearly doesn't care. You, what, he's he's you still there now, isn't he? Yeah, but he's caught when he moved. I'm not here to win trophies and make money. No, they said if you stayed, you'd have made whatever. Finally, you know, he went to the he went to the 2014 World Cup. Yes. And they were like, well, you're not going to make the 2018 World Cup squad playing in China. And he said, a World Cup medal's going to feed my family. <laughs> That's literally all he said. What a guy. <laughs> not that Chelsea weren't paying you decent money, Oscar, mate. Like, uh, <laughs> you weren't on pennies there. He was... Uh, Tevez was like pure fat, but he was in China like... He didn't care at all. Pure unfit. When he came back, he said it was a holiday. Aye, aye. Described China as a holiday. 40, pay, getting paid $41 million a year to go on holiday. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then in 2018 January 2000 he goes for a third spell at Boca Juniors what a guy man absolutely mental that's it's some it's some career like at club level when you when you look in depth at it like that couldn't make it up could you nah nah the, the whole MSI thing like right at the start so just just basically sets the tone for his Entire he's, career. Sorry, he's won the Supercopper again since coming back. Has he? Won the 2018. Oh, get in. Get on. But, um, like I said at the start, it could have been so much different for him, but he had his head screwed on. Yeah. He didn't get involved yeah. in the drugs and the gang gang wars and stuff like that. Because it really, 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 really was like a proper slum area yeah. that he was from. Um, obviously we haven't really touched on his international career but to be fair he didn't really pull up any trees at international level aside from that Olympic gold that was mentioned before mm. um, he was a run- three time runner up in the Copper America won the under 20 yeah, world well, championships um, runner up in the Confederations Cup in 05 but yeah never really his goal scoring record for Argentina wasn't great either. <coughs> 13 goals in 76 games. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I'm off the bench though with like, you say, Guerrero, Higuain, Messi. Yeah. Didn't really, uh, scored an absolute screamer in the World Cup against Mexico in 2010. He's got a few World Cup. Yeah, he, yeah, he did to be fair. He scored a peach against uh, Serbia in 06. Mm-hmm. Megs a oh, defender, cuts on the inside yeah, and yeah. places it in, but no. That's uh, it's Carlos Tevez. Tevez. Tevez in a nutshell. Um, any particular favourite goals of his that he's have over his career? Well, I wrote down three. Two I've got. I've got that one against Man United. Yeah. Or against West Ham, sorry. Four Man United. The Dean Ashton game. Uh, <laughs> I've got the Man United one way holders use against City. Oh, Tevez. Goes for goal again. Finds it. It's the same pose for this time. It goes for Tevez. Ah, oh, yes. Getty gets out his feet nice and nice. smashes it in. I said to Joe for like thingy, surprised me like the power he could get on a ball. If you look, uh, if you look at some of the ones that are class of screamers, the ball isn't moving. A lot of footballers have the ball like moving at a decent pace. 
a lot of his are like the ball's pretty much standing still, but the power he gets on yeah. it is standing yeah, it's ridiculous. He's good, like. Um, I've got against Swansea at the Etihad, outside the box, it nestles in the bottom left corner, and then my third goal is uh, for Juventus against Torino. Asamoah plays him a ball oh, yeah. from the left yeah. and he, his, face, his back's facing goal. He brings it down with his left and he just spins on it and he hits it with his right foot and it goes in the bottom corner. And, yeah, pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, one against Stoke and it's Stoke but it's a pure worldy free yeah. kick if you watch it. Mine, because it just stands out as I said before, watch it live, was his free kick, his first goal for West Ham yeah. against Spurs. After the end of February in that respect. Here's Tevez, goal for Carlos Tevez at long last, and for West Ham United, the luxury of a 2-0 lead. Well, he'll get out of that code, and he'll probably get a yellow card. That's how sad football is at times. This club's had virtually nothing. Other players have had nothing to cheer about and be happy about all season. They suddenly have a two-goal lead in a local derby in a massive game. I feel pretty certain Mike Keane is going to book him. I just need to see this again. This is pretty central to me. It's floated and it's not really got a lot of pace in it. But it beats the England and Tottenham goalkeeper. Look at this. Floated over. Well, it can only be the height that deceives him. It's up and it's over his hand and it clips the underside of the bar. But I don't think the England goalkeeper will be very happy that he's beaten so centrally from a floated free kick like that no real power in it trips it in and what a first half this has been for West Ham at both ends of the pitch the goalkeeper's done his bit and the outfield players have done theirs and suddenly well Alan Curvishley's thinking maybe just maybe the yellow card has been shown to David I was hesitating to interrupt Focus you it. he was spot on it was so on fire <coughs> that day, it was ridiculous. His two assists and a goal, and like his passion in the celebration afterwards was like, I know, it probably drew me in <laughs> to the enigma that is Carlos Tevez. <laughs> um, so we've all, all three of us have done elevens, yeah? yeah. So basically, elevens. We'll just run through them quick. Of players that Carlos Tevez has played for at club level. I couldn't let them pick Argentina players in case some of them started looking in the squad for the <laughs> yeah. 2004 Olympic side. Um, I've gone for a 4 3 3 formation. Me too. Ooh, 3 5 2. Fair. Nice. Um, I wanted to get someone up top of him. I think he's been better when he's had someone up top of him. Yeah. Uh, Alright, same. I've got I've 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 got him in a like this I've got him in a front three with like a bit of a target man. Mine's there. so unbalanced. <laughs> like my wing backs are both yeah. wingers who now play up front. 
Well, uh, th- these aren't particularly my favourites because I didn't want to oh, keep man. repeating myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I, would have, I would have ended up doing a team. So I've, <clears throat> I've got some players that I weren't my favourites to play with, but players that I've got some kind of affection for that I like. Yeah, yeah. like online. Um, but uh, in net, I had Buffon. Yeah, I had GG. GG. Cool, we've already spoke about Buffon in here before. Uh-huh. Left back, I've got Kolarov. Oh, me too. Don't have one. Oh, yeah, cause, yeah. oh, you, oh you, it's an attacking 3-5-2. Oh, pure. <laughs> <laughs> I've pretty much put two DMs in that can slot into the yeah. full-back roles because my right wing-backs are not tracking back. Um, right back? Zabala. Again, don't have one. Oh, yeah, you don't this have guy, one. Not playing right back. John Panstill. Hey, no, John Panzer was a bargain on uh, <laughs> footy, uh, not footy manager fantasy football when he was at Fulham. I oh, know Tevez played with him at West Ham. Uh, centre backs: uh, Chiellini and Barzagli. Oh, I got Chiellini and Anton Ferdinand. <laughs> Chiellini, Rio, company because you're not getting past that. Yeah, that's fair that enough. is true. I pure like Anton Ferdinand. I said, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my midfield three who have all been mentioned on here before I think well maybe bar one uh, Mascarano Perlo and Toure my three my three's Perlo Skulls and Silva mine's Pierlo David Silva and De Rossi who nice. played three games with the Boca Juniors oh god what a cool delved into that like <laughs> what a cool time <laughs> What a cool time to be a Boca fan. Uh, Tevez, and, Tevez returned to Rossi side. That's mint. Oofed. Um, front three, I've got Lorente at the centre of it with Bellamy and Tevez off it. Uh, right wing back, Cristiano. Left wing back, Giovinco. Giovinco <laughs> 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 is class. That's why, you're not going back. That's why I put De Rossi and Piano in there. Jags are goals. I just thought Giovinco was class and never get to mention because of his yeah. own fault for going to Toronto. Like. Yeah. yeah, he was good. He was good. Yeah. Uh, my front three is Tevez on, like, as a target man type of thing. Aguero and I've got one shop from Boca Juniors because if you watch the Netflix documentary... when is that like co- early Boca Juniors? No, no. It's like when he comes back. back. Um, they, sign, they sign three players and one of them's his nickname, like, you know, like, South America mm-hmm. does get a nickname, and his nickname's yeah. One Chop, which I obviously got Drew to anyway, because <laughs> I One Chop. But, like, someone like, he's like a big, he's like a, not record signing, but he's like a big signing, like, and they expect big things from him, and he plays like 10 games, and he, he, he really struggles. And then at a training session, he like, he's literally struggling to hit, like, the net. And Carlos Tevez takes him to the side, and he's like, look, the, the goal doesn't move, just forget about everything just you focus on putting that ball in that net yeah. and then like and he has like a run of six games where he just can't stop scoring and Carlos Tevez is like yeah it's all down to me basically but yeah Put up in. Tevez and Aguero. They were unreal for City. Yeah, they were absolutely unreal. Tell you what, I didn't get mentioned before when we were on his City, um, on about his City career, but we'll, we'll end on it. I've got a bench. I've, I've, have you? Oh, I'll go for his bench then. Uh, Van der Sar, Virginie, 
Rooney, West Brown, Marquisio, Berber, and Scholes. Virginia. Did you play a I didn't do a bench. Love Virginia. Yeah. I didn't do a bench. Um, Lendon, can you remember his goal celebration? His little dance where he put his hands forward and then wiggle his ass. Do it on FIFA, I used to do it in the club, man. I'd be steaming up He was one of the first ones to do the dummy. Yeah, he did the dummy. He Birmingham home and he did the dummy. He's actually, he's got some sick dance moves, like. He has. He was on an advert for Cartoon Network in Argentina where he dances on the advert. It's mint. That's fair play, to be But, yeah, so. That was the, uh, the amazing life of Carlos Tevez. Yeah, quality. So we've had a couple of themed weeks. So we we're just back to next week. Reviewer. Reviewing stuff. Back to Sancho watch. Sancho watch will return. Nice game. He likes to change it up. So. Yeah. See what it is. Um, yeah. Cool. We'll so. go into Delve and we'll, we'll do a mainly what the League Cup final. It's League Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. A League Cup final special. Do you want to do like Man a favourite final or something? Man City versus Jack Grealish. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone else would have been dog shit. Ah, we'll, uh, we'll think of something anyway. Yeah. To, uh, to, for the 11s and whatnot. We'll mm, sort yeah. it. Some more Aye. interesting little pointers. Well, thanks for listening. Um, and uh, see you next week.